Hey guys, this is Chaitan. And this is Abby. And this is Who Got Next, episode 68. So last time we went over the NFC and AFC East draft picks. Today we're going to summarize the AFC North and the NFC North. Um, we had some a lot of drama involving the NFC, uh, NFC North on Thursday with the news that Aaron Rodgers no longer wants to play for the Packers or in it or and then we get reports that hey he wants his GM Gunter Goons fired he wants he's pretty much expressing his dis uh, dis uh, dissatisfaction with the franchise so a lot of our draft day revolved around that seeing where that leads but that doesn't take away from teams improving on their rosters in the nfc north so we're going to start with abby's minnesota vikings who with the first round pick traded down with the new york jets to get christian derisaw out of virginia tech and then with their four sec uh third round picks they looked towards the future and drafted Kellen Mond, the quarterback out of Texas A&M. Other than that, we, we highly discussed the Vikings this offseason where a lot of their offseason acquisitions, you can say, are players coming back from injury, players coming back from, you know, sitting out the season because of COVID and just the overall health and mat- uh, overall health and maturation of these players with Aaron Rodgers possibly gone from the division this seems like a division for the Vikings to win Abby I know you want to talk on this so I'm just going to let you have the floor I think the Vikings I'm not just saying it's some a Vikings fan because if they suck I will say it if they're good give them the credit they deserve I think the Vikings were on a few teams they were able to make moves for the now and the future, the now, go back to the offseason. Obviously, Michael Pierce comes back from the COVID list. He opted out. He even he said maybe if he had known that the NFL season would go by with such a breeze, he would have played. But you get him back. D-tackle, big no. We, we couldn't stop the run. But after the Cowboys, it was us. We sucked. We couldn't stop a, no, a, a nosebleed from stopping the run. Our, our tight defense was garbage, to be honest. Because of rookies, injuries, etc. Daniel Hunter, one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. We get him back. That's two additions right there. Dalvin Tomlinson from your Giants. Run stuffer. What does he do? He stops the run. Now your whole run game defense is secure. That's the now. What else did you do? Patrick Peterson. You went on and got him. One-year deal, $10 million. He still got gas in the tank, in my opinion. You get him as a now player, you get Anthony Barr back. And what do you do in the draft? Now, we get rid of Riley Reef because he's getting older. He was pretty good last year, I'll be honest. He was a very consistent player for us. But he's past 30. He's not the future. What do we do? We trade down because there was no player really worth it at 13, 14. After Rashawn Slater got picked, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I think it was on Friday or Monday or whatever. But what do you get? What do you get? Christian Darisaw who just looks like a monster. When you see him on the screen, on tape, 
highlights, Virginia Tech, whatever. He just looks like he's going to kill you. You get him. Then what do you do? Instead of trading up in the second round with all this picks that you had in the third round, you stay put, you keep all your third-round picks because you see value there. Kellen Mond, I saw him against Florida. He lit them up. I saw him against Alabama. It wasn't as good. The LSU game was very disappointing because they should have easily won that game. They won the game. He didn't play well, but I thought he was a – I really didn't have an opinion on him before the draft. But after reading Chris – after seeing what Chris Sims said, he rated Kellen Mond above Justin Fields and Mac Jones. And then I look – when you look deeper and deeper, this man makes some throws. That's just different. Yeah. And the one thing he has is he started all four years. And every year he got better. Is he better than Kirk Cousins right now? No. Could he be in two years? I feel yes. The the rumors were Vikings wanted – were going to take Justin Fields if he was there at 14. So that kind of tears me apart a little bit. Because, bro, Justin Fields, obviously that wouldn't have helped us right now, in my opinion. But, bro, if we would so now it's basically, will you regret? And the best thing about it is he's in your division. So you're going to see up and close in a couple, I think two years from now, we're going to see Kellen Mond versus Justin Fields. So you're going to get to see, did you make the right choice? Or did you end up getting unlucky and the Bears got him? After that, we get Wyatt Davis from Ohio. Ohio Ohio State, he is a mauler. He is a great pickup. We basically drafted our entire left side, which helps us now and going forward. We pick up Chaz Sertan, Surratt from North Carolina, Anthony Barr. He restructured his contract. This could be his last year. Guess what? If Anthony Barr bounces, we got this guy coming in. So we did a great job, in my opinion, with now and going forward. If that man, Aaron Rodgers, is gone, there is no excuse for this team to now win the division. In my opinion, they have a top three to four roster in the NFC with Tampa, with the Rams, and then I put – who else would I put up there? Hmm, Top four roster in the the NFC. Actually, yeah, top three. I put them top three. Those are the other two teams I feel – Merit consideration. Actually, four I put San Francisco. There you go. Four yeah. San Francisco roster. I mean, I think my big thing here is picking Kellen Mond. He is, and we didn't we, we didn't have a backup quarterback to be honest. And he steps in if he proves himself to be the backup quarterback. That's great because to be honest, uh, we had a um, Mannion, Sean Mannion for the cap past couple of seasons, and he's just a backup like typical backup like he if he if he has to come in that's a good thing knock on wood Kirk Cousins he doesn't get hurt he plays Kirk Cousins does not get hurt knock on wood hope that doesn't happen and so he he earns his money and he plays so we don't get to see the backup but you always want to have a backup plan like for example last year Daniel Jones you're for your team he goes down Colt McCoy even though he didn't do that much but they went to Seattle and beat Seattle so you see how a backup, even if he has to win you a game or two, that can be the entire – that could change the entire season. I mean, if you think about it, Taylor Haneke almost beat the Bucks. Exactly. There you go. Man was selling – I think he was studying for some exam at home. And I think Kellen Mond is the opposite of Kirk Cousins. Kel- well, size-wise. Yeah, Kirk Cousins can move a little bit, but Kellen Mond can run 
Yeah, Kellen Mond is 6'3", 217 pounds, a dual-threat quarterback. Right? Like, Kirk Cousins doesn't get hurt, but in a hypothetical sense, you know, we don't know what's going to happen is if he does, you you can run RPOs, you have Dalvin Cook in the backfield. There's a lot of things you can do, and I think it's a smart move at this point because once Kirk Cousins deal up in two years, he's two more two years. Right, he's making forty-five million dollars guaranteed after this season, and we're just talking about it. Is just in in two years, what are the Vikings going to look like? Justin Jefferson is going to, or it'd be three years because Kirk Cousins deal would have to be over. So yeah, you know, Justin Jefferson was going to be in his fourth year, right? You're Two offensive, uh, your left side of the, uh, your left side of the offensive line will be in their third year. Now, if you slot Kalamon into that, your defense, your secondary should have matured because they were just rookies last season. So, like everything that the Vikings did, I love because, hey, like you're taking a flyer on two rookies on your offensive line this year. If they pan out, excellent. You know, this is it. This is it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but this is we're talking about my team, obviously. In my opinion, this is your best chance. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, especially. Listen, we all know the narrative surrounding him. He had that big playoff win against the Saints, but this is it, bro. Like, you have the, in my opinion, the best running back in football with Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry. You have the best duo of receivers in the NFL. You have a tight end in Irv Smith who's gotten better every year. They just went out and improved the O-line significantly. You get your home fans back at the stadium because that stadium, they need the fans. Minnesota is one of those fan bases. Yeah. You that, that fan is a home. Those fans are home field advantage for sure. You get back Daniel Hunter. The whole defense is just set. You got Cameron Dantzler was a rookie last year. He was rated. The, I mean, he was given the best grade of any rookie corner third round pick. You have him. You get Patrick Peterson now. That's an aura, bro. You get Patrick Peterson now. You're learning from him. You get Mike Hughes back from injury. He's an approver year. They didn't pick up his option. They're basically telling you, bro, we picked up, we used a first round pick on you. Are you going to live up? Harrison Smith, he could be a Hall of Famer. Xavier Woods is a buy low, high reward type of player. Eric Hendricks with Bobby Wagner, in my opinion, he's the best cover linebacker in the game. Bro, I. Bro, the interior line, Michael Pierce, they combined weigh 800 pounds almost. Listen, man, I'm not trying to be a homer or a fan base. I'm like, like a fan like that. But bro, if we don't win, if we don't make it to the championship game, I swear to God, forget that. I want a Super Bowl. Bro, it's been uh, – I can't do this anymore. There's no excuse. Kirk Cousins, if two years basically you have, you win a Super Bowl, you're going to be rewarded. If you don't, I think Kellen Mond, let's go. And he ain't making no money. You can go from $45 million in 2023 to potentially $1 million. Think about the salaries being saved there. Yep. And then you can get whatever players you want to help build that team. Because essentially just drafting Kalamon, if he works out, you just extend your championship window for it. That's why the Dallas Cowboys, that's why the Dallas Cowboys fucked up so bad. Because they got Dak Prescott making $500,000. And you paid all these players, and all those players, it didn't work out. 
You paid Demarcus Lawrence. You paid Zeke. You paid Cooper. You paid all these Jalen Smith, all these dudes. You didn't win shit. You didn't win jack shit. You, you found you were so blessed to find a third round pick or fourth round pick, whatever Jack Prescott was. Fourth. fourth round pick. And you wasted it. And now he making 40 million. Bro, it, it, same thing with Lamar all these dudes. If they are good in the beginning, bro, you gotta take advantage. Yeah, you gotta sit, pretty much do what what um Seattle did with the what Seattle did with Russell Wilson. The Chiefs. The Chiefs, too. They won when Mahomes was making nothing. Josh Allen, he hasn't made nothing yet. Lamar Jackson, they haven't made, he hasn't, so they still got time. Uh, Kyler Murray, this is your three-year window. After that, Kyler Murray's got made like $50 million by the time we're, 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 we're going with this. So, yeah, Justin Fields, same thing. So now let's go to Chicago. Justin Fields, bro, it hurt my soul. It hurt my soul. I'll be honest. I'm like, damn. We went from Andy Dalton to Justin Fields. I'm going to tell you, when the Panthers didn't pick him, I'm like, something's about to happen. And then I saw the New York your Giants trading down. And I'm like, I didn't need anyone to tell me who the pick was. I knew who the pick was. There's no way in hell. If they picked Mac Jones and the Chicago Bears right now, there would be riots going on right now outside of Chicago Bears Stadium. Soldier Field right now. There would be actual soldiers with machine guns and everything ready to kill Ryan Pace right now. I'm just being obviously I'm being a metaphorical right now. I'm not saying any of that, but bro, if they had not picked Justin Fields, there'd be riots. Yeah, no, I was as soon as that as soon as he told me, I was like, oh come on, I kind of wanted Justin Fields. I'm not gonna lie to you there. Oh, but, the Giants should have picked him. Oh my God, the Giants should have picked him. Justin Fields in New York City, read option Saquon, pull that ball back. I. And then I throw the ball to Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. I can find you a top receiver. I can find a receiver before I can find um, uh, Justin Fields. Oh, Lord, you better hope, K-Town, that this man Daniel Jones balls out, bro. That apparently the Giants are a interesting. Uh... They're forever linked to Justin Fields as well. Correct. Because they traded down. Yeah, you're right. They're forever linked. We're gonna be forever be honest, linked. None of the other Tevin, uh, Tevin was uh, Jenkins. Jenkins, Oklahoma State, good pick. Uh, Daz Newsome, I loved him coming out of a uh, North Carolina receiver, great pick. But at the end of the day, this draft only comes down to one name and one name only, and we all know what that name is: Justin Fields. I mean, the only way they can make up for this is a uh, that bad man in a uh, Green Bay. If you can find a way to trade for him, but I don't think that's ever gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. Yo, I would do anything. Aaron Rodgers with this Giants defense, I would. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean for the Giants? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yo, Aaron Rodgers with this Giants defense. Oh my god. Well, oh, then I we go be... to, in my opinion, let's go to Detroit. And there's not a lot to talk about with Detroit, to be honest. Because, bro, they, they just don't win games. They trade away Matthew Stafford, but overall, give them respect. They pick the best players. They're building the team. How you build a team. The trenches. We're not professional analysts. We're not professional like draft evaluators, but we watch enough football to know how football works. If your O-line and D-line suck, your team is going to suck. Look at the Super Bowl. End of discussion. That's why Sewell, most likely locked to make the Hall of Fame out of all, out of all the players in this draft, you pick him. 
Then you pick Levi. I don't want to say his name wrong. So I'm going to say Levi O, D tackle from Washington. He's known to have the best hands in the draft. And for D lineman, your hands are almost everything. And yep. then you picked up Ali McNeil, another player on the D line. I think Detroit, right path. Yeah, Detroit's on the right path. I think uh, if they had picked Devontae Smith, I would have puked of laughter because that's not what they needed. They need receivers, but you can't pick this. You can't use a seventh or overall pick on a receiver when you need so much help. Yeah, that that's one. Two is if they. I understand. We literally don't know who's going to catch the ball for them. But guess that what? Doesn't matter. The Detroit Lions are also going to see the Chicago Bears twice a year. And they're going to see the man they passed on. You think Justin Fields does not know that you, you didn't take me? So they're going to see, yo, we could have, at seven, picked Justin Fields. They didn't. Yeah, but in this case, though, it's great you picked Justin Fields, but your offensive line is crap. Your defensive line is crap. You have no one throw the football to you. You need uh, the because I'll be honest. Right now, if we're just going by right now, obviously but, the college football season has not happened yet. There really, in my opinion, there is no quarterback next year that's going to be better than Justin Fields, Spencer um, Rattler. Rattler uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I Howell think, from North Carolina. He's good. He reminds me of a better Baker Mayfield. Um, um Bryce so, Young from uh, Alabama. There's a lot of guys. Uh, the guy from Clemson is going to be in the second year, so he can't come out. Um, DJ yeah. So, in my opinion, Justin Fields, you, oof, unless you're in the Deshaun Watson case, unless you're banking on that, where if he's, uh, you know, whatever his situation is, there's going to be some team out there going after him. Yeah, no, and then if we, but with Detroit, I understand Justin Fields feeling slighted to be passed on, but if I'm Justin Fields, I'm like, thank God. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Even though Chicago hasn't been the best, I'll, I'll take Chicago any day. I'd rather be Detroit. Chicago than Detroit. Exactly. I, I'm 100% with you there. Wait. Okay. And now we go to ooh, the team that's going to give us the most headlines for the rest of the NFL offseason. Because this is the only team that's going to be discussed. Before it was Sean Watson and the Houston Texans. And then obviously we know the, the funny business going on there. So now, in my opinion, in my notes, I did not even write down a single draft draftee's name. By no means am I being disrespectful to those uh, kids whose dreams came true. But I just wrote down, don't matter. Because it don't matter what the Packers do now. The man is gone. And you could have seven Hall of Famers in this draft. It don't matter. You lost Aaron Rodgers exactly a year ago when you said F you to him and you picked Jordan Love. Bro, did you know Andy Dalton got a call from Ryan Pace? Yep. That yep. we're picking Justin Fields? Did you know that Kirk Cousins, who's been there for three years, got a call from uh, Rick Spielman? We're picking Kellen Mond. Did you know Tom Brady got a call that we got Kyle Trask? Yep. Aaron Rodgers has been there 15 years. Didn't get shit. He's gone. He's gone. If he played another down for Green Bay, I would straight up be shocked. And here, here's like my takeaways from this whole situation is, you know, if Jordan Love doesn't work out, right? Yeah. 
if he proves that he is not a starting NFL quarterback. Green Bay Packers have potentially made the worst draft pick ever because you picked him and you had to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, your pick resulted in his loss. He, there's news that he told free agents that don't make your decision because of me. He said that. He, 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 uh, the athletic came out uh, and they reported that the Green Bay Packers offered Aaron Rodgers the highest, to be the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. He said no. This is James Harden syndrome all over again. When they offered James Harden three years, two years, hundred million, hundred million dollars for two years, the man said no. Think about that. I don't care how much money these dudes got, hundred million, two years. He said no. Aaron Rodgers, he's gone. And there's plenty of suitors out there. And I think the funny thing is, beginning of the offseason, I was like, I was like, yo, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be in Green Bay. Right. And then all of a sudden, all that news died out about Aaron Rodgers not wanting to be in Green Bay. And then it, it's just funny that a year later, after being disrespected, this news comes out. Exact on the same event that it happened too. There's no accident. There's no accident. He's gone. Brett Favre came out today and said, if I had to pick, I would say he's gone. Bro, there's too many things pointing this way. If I'm Denver, if I'm Cleveland, I'll give a shit about Baker Mayfield. If I'm Denver or Cleveland or Pittsburgh or any, especially those two, because those two have teams ready to go. And they have QBs. Baker Mayfield, I give him respect. He's good. Listen, bro, he can't sniff Aaron Rodgers' butt cheeks. I'll be honest. Not even close. No, not trying to be disrespectful. I'm talking about his game. Aaron Rodgers is his. If he even have half the career Aaron Rodgers has, Baker Mayfield made it. So Denver and Cleveland. I would lean more towards Cleveland because Aaron Rodgers, if he goes to Cleveland, he wins them. I, we were talking about this before. He wins a Super Bowl in Cleveland. He is immortal. He's a god. You have statues outside. And this goes back to the same conversation we were having with, about Deshaun Watson prior to all of his off-field news. Yes. is You are a quarterback away from Super Bowl contention. Would you mortgage the future? And we both agree, hey, if I'm a QB away, Think about it. The Cleveland Browns have had all these top draft picks. They've done absolutely nothing. Who cares? If exactly. I can get Aaron Rodgers after draft picks. And and it doesn't even have to be. Okay, so the Buccaneers were the number one defense the year before. Wait, uh, what? Weren't, no, 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 no. They were, they were, they were. Five? They were good, but their numbers were skewed because of the interceptions that Jameis Winston threw. Yeah, but they were, they were a top five defense, weren't they not? When you really looked into the numbers, the defense was really good. But overall, they weren't because of the interceptions. But if, when you went deeper into it, yeah. yeah, so your point is valid. They were a good defense if you really went into the numbers. And if you think about it this way, is the Browns, even though in what, the, what their defense is now, right? It has a potential to be a top 10 defense. And Yo, bro, the free agent moves, the draft. Oh, my God. This team. They went all in on defense. But if you think about it this way, is how many 
extra plays can Aaron Rodgers get you that Baker Mayfield can't? Bro, Aaron right? Rodgers is the MVP. He and just th- won the MVP. And that's what you I'm saying. You gotta be kidding me. This is our discussion. Look at the quarterbacks Denver has picked since Peyton Manning, Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch. Who? Who? And oh, the- my God. Joe Flacco? Respect to Joe Flacco in the Baltimore. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Joe Flacco, the man, is a playoff god. But I'm just being honest. Who else? Drew Locke? I'll give him time. I'll give it to him. He's young. I understand that. Brock Osweiler, bro. Oh, my goodness. I can't. Like, bro, John Elway and the Cleveland, whoever's in charge of Cleveland. Andrew Barry. You are not giving off your best offers. As soon as the draft happened, that news broke at 5 o'clock, 3 o'clock, Adam Schefter. Bro, forget my draft. I don't even care about the first round anymore. I would have called Aaron Rodgers, uh, Gudekins, Mark Murphy. Yo, what do I got to do to get him? And going back to just, you know, Aaron Rodgers led Green Bay to a title game and his defense was trash. Listen, they should have won at least three Super Bowls. Was he always the best? No. They did a huge disservice to him. And they took him They took him for granted. They saw how in his second year starting, no, it was his third year. His first year, they went 6-10. and ten. Second year, they lost to that, that epic playoff game. I don't know if you remember it. The epic playoff game in OT yeah. where Carlos Dansby, I think, it, yeah, it was Carlos Dansby, a pick six. Where no, it, a, it, was a, it was a strip sack. It was a strip sack, like interception type of, yeah, it was, like, it was a weird thing. That, that shootout with Kerr Warner yeah. where the Cardinals beat him. The next year was when they won the Super Bowl. So they're like, yo, third year, this dude already won a ring. They took it for granted. Simple as that. And I they think did he's- absolutely nothing after that. For him on defense. He's only had a top 10 defense once, and it was the year they won the Super Bowl. Exactly. Charles Woodson was on that defense. <laughs> Enough said. Right? And guess what? Like, having a good QB has such a positive effect on your defense. Right? We Tom Brady shows up in Tampa Bay. They had a good defense behind the numbers, like you were just saying. Tom Brady shows up there, top five defense. Like, statistically, because... They're not having poor possessions. A poor, not poor possessions. Poor feet. They're not playing defense on a poor field. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers is four hundred TDs to like what eighty interceptions. He has the best ratio in history. Like, he's not turning the ball over. And guess what? You get hit. We just saw what he does with Aaron Jones. You're telling me that was the first time he had a real running back, in my opinion. Since Ryan Grant. What is he going to do with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt? Oh, my God. Odell Beckham. Hey, Devontae Adams. Yep. Phenomenal. Devontae. Odell Beckham. Jarvis Landry. Huh, uh, Njoku. Uh, Cooper. I mean, Hooper. The old line. Yep. Oh, man. It's just it's, – you're already used to the weather. You're already used to the bad weather in Green Bay. So, Cleveland is not going to be much different. On top of that, it's just – yeah, Devontae Adams is – Top he's super, three, he's special, special. He's top three wide receiver. Yeah, so you're you're still at least you still have a special receiver there. Odell Beckham went healthy. Top Doesn't three man, wide receiver. A couple he, years ago, he was potentially the best receiver in the game when he was you, healthy. You hook them two up. He's gonna do with Odell what Baker could not. Eli do. Manning, then Baker Mayfield. You can't see my hands right now, but Eli Manning, Baker Mayfield, Aaron Rodgers. Oh my God. 
I think that's the way we end this with this division. And now we go to the counterpart. AFC North, we, we just mentioned Cleveland. But let's start off with the Ravens. This is a player, their draft. I, in my opinion, I want to take credibility because I spoke this man into existence. Rashad Bateman, they picked him with their first first-round pick. And then with their other first-round pick, they picked Awua. I don't want to say his name wrong. Respect to the man from Penn State. Try, trying to replace Matthew Judon. Then they drafted Ben Cleveland, O-lineman. And then my one of my – in my opinion – the guy that I feel will be the steal of the draft as a receiver, you know how much I've been talking about this man, yep. Tylen Wallace from Oklahoma State. This man can contour his body any way possible. He's not the burner. That's probably why he won the fourth round. But this man gets open, and he can catch everything. The receiver, the Ravens receiving core from last year to this year, significant upgrades. Also, the fifth-round pick. Sean Wade, who yes, he got yeah, he had a rough year, so that's why he dropped. Yeah, he had a rough a year. Rough year, but you're putting him with Marcus Peters. Yeah. Jimmy Smith. He is a good slot corner. He last year he played outside and he just got yeah. cooked. But you're putting him with Marlon Humphreys, who we just talked about as a top 10 corner. Top yep. five. Yep. And Marcus Peters when he may he, be the best zone corner in the game, Marcus Peters. Right, Jimmy Smith, and you put Sean Wade in there. What the hell? They they just boosted a strength with us with that pick. Ravens and, always, bro. The draft comes around, they always make money. They, they find money. they give money to these players and they make money from them. And now just that wide receiver core. Bateman, Watkins, Wallace, Brown, Andrews. Andrews. J.K. Dobbins. This is now we can say. Hey, Gus Edwards, Rutgers, bro. Gus Come Edwards, on, yep. man. Gus Edwards, Rutgers out here. Now we can say, okay, Lamar, we got you all these weapons. Now we can grade Lamar Jackson as a passer. Because last couple of years, we could not do that. This year, we're just like, okay. Now we can see what Lamar Jackson is as an overall quarterback. And this and goes then, back... Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, my bad. I was going to say, this goes back to, you know, after we talk about Cleveland's draft, we can... I think both of us have the Ravens as the favorites of this division. Is that correct? Oh, ooh, that's tough. Yeah, it has to be. Just because of the quarterback, because... Right? It, on it, overall team, though? No, Cleveland. Cleveland is different. Overall team, I'm taking Cleveland. But the QB position is so important that I got to take the Ravens. I think it's going to be really – this division is going to be really interesting after everything that's been through. Like, now we get to talk about Lamar as Lamar, as the QB. Baker Mayfield, his team is ready to go. He was good last year. Is he, is he going to be able to take that next step with everything that they did for him? And now we go to that aforementioned team, the Cleveland Browns. They draft Newsom, who, in my opinion, is amazing at a Northwestern corner. Awusu, he fell. I don't know. I couldn't figure out why he was falling. He was and a, then it comes out some heart issue, possibly. So you never want to play around with that. But if he's good, that is a steal. That is a steal of the draft. Schwartz, who is a speed demon, speed yep. demon at Auburn, and Hudson from Cincinnati to just add depth to the O-line 
And then we can just go down the list of acquisitions in the offseason. Troy Hill from the Rams. Josh Je- uh, uh, Johnson. Johnson from the Rams, from the safety. You get Grand Delpit back from the Achilles. He didn't even play last year. Jadavion Clowney, bro. Cleveland, bro, their defense was okay. It wasn't that good. They just – all of it, all in on defense. You get Odell back. It's all about the QB. And as we talked about before with the NFC North, hey, man, Aaron Rodgers, come through, bro. Come through. Yep, that, it's, that's always going to be a conversation. It's just, just one more guy, right? But overall, Cleveland has been very impressive. Like Andrew Barry and uh, Kevin Stefanski really know what they're doing when they're, when they're picking these players. Now it's just getting the full potential out of them, and I don't see why not. This this division is, is a two a two man race. It's Baltimore and Cleveland. Right now, I give Baltimore the lead just because we know what Lamar Jackson is. Now we get to say, and now Lamar just has to prove that he's not just a runner at quarterback, right? And now Baker Mayfield has to prove. Hey, I just had a great season last year. I'm going to continue to build on that. I'm going to have another great season. And I think Cleveland, more than Baltimore, is more likely to knock off Kansas City. Ooh, after I everything. Take. I take. After everything that they've done, I think if from this division, I think. Cleveland has a better chance of beating Kansas City. With that said, now we go to the Steelers. And I got one name written down, and that's about it. Because we both campaigned for them to get this man. I think the whole NFL world knew that this team was the best fit for this player. That is Najee. I don't even got to say his last name. He is going to be a monster. He represents the black and yellow. Big Ben now does not have to throw the ball 50 damn times a game. Yep. And yes, the old line needs work still, but him being there, I think, makes a huge difference. And now they can run the ball when it's third and short and not just throw the ball every damn possession to Juju or Deontay Thompson Johnson or Claypool. Now everyone gets their fair share. And that defense, it had a lot of injuries last year. Those players will be coming back. Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin, let's go. Still got a chance. Still got a window. Still got a window. Yeah, on top of that, like, if anyone wants to complain about Pittsburgh picking a running back instead of an old lineman, you know. He's different. He's, yeah, one, he's different. And two, I'm looking at this list and, you know, the next guy, the next offensive lineman taken off the board was Landon Dickerson in the second round and then Tevin Jenkins in the second round. It wasn't, like, those guys didn't have a first round grade. So, like, yeah, you can complain, but like, oh yeah, they should have traded down, but they feel the need, so it doesn't matter. The Najee Harris is there. Najee, we love Najee. I I want to see. Hey, if he if he gets twenty carries a game, it's fine. Najee can handle it. That that we are the Najee Harris fan club here. And now we go to. The team, in my opinion, that could be the ultimate surprise this season. I think they made a mistake. I'm not talking about the player. I'm talking about position. But Cincinnati, listen, I understand the whole reunion. Jamar Chase, 
He's phenomenal. I'm not disrespecting the player. He is phenomenal. But they need to protect the assets, and the asset is Joe Burrow. Penny Sewell should have been the pick, in my opinion. I'm not saying you can find Jamar Chases everywhere, but, bro, you could have – you could have with your, with your pick in the second round, you could have went up and picked Rashad Bateman or somebody else because I love Jamar Chase, but I think they need a, a surefire pick in Penny Sewell. They get Jonah Williams back. They sign Riley Reef. So they have upgraded the old line. And now they have a trio, in my opinion. You got T. Higgins. You got Tyler Boyd, one of the most underrated receivers in the game. Now you got Jamar Chase. Now you need a surefire tight end. You got Joe Mixon. So they're building something in Cincinnati. I hope this time it lasts. But, bro, I like the draft. I would have loved it if they picked Peninsula. I mean, yeah. I think this is all going to be uh, – it, it's all going to be retrospective at at one point where hey, if him and him and Chase light it up next year or next uh, – in the upcoming – You got to protect season, Joe. If he's not protected, then this all means nothing. But I'm saying it's like – hey, if You got to see improvement on the O-line next season. If the O-line improves with Reef and uh, whoa, whoa, Jonah, Jonah Williams, Jonah Williams, right – Joe Burrows can stay healthy and he's just lighting it up with Jamar Chase. Then we're not, isn't we're never going to be like, oh, yeah, they made the wrong choice. So, like, I love Jamar Chase. He is, there's a reason he was the number one wide receiver coming off the board. Right. So, I think this is one of those picks that we're going to have to wait on. We, we can grade it now and say, hey, they picked the wrong position. Both you and I agree that. We like Penesu at five to to because we love Joe Burrow. We want Joe Burrow protected. We want him standing up because when he has a clean pocket, he can sling it. But I think this is just going to be one of those picks that we're just going to wait and watch, see how it goes. With that said, we conclude this version of draft. Not evaluations, because we really can't evaluate any of these guys for a couple years, but our takes on filling needs. So tomorrow we'll be back, and this time we'll do the NFC West, because there's a lot of chit-chat there, and then the AFC West, and a particular name that we discussed today that may be heading there, but we'll find out. So we'll catch you in the next one. Peace out.